Hey, I'm Dina. I'm Nikki. And we're your hosts for CBD Madcast. CBD Madcast is devoted to the legalization of cannabis and its impact in your community. Visit us at CannabisBeyondDope.com. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Dina. How are you? Awesome. How you doing? I'm doing great. Do you want to know why? Always. I love that. We're at Canacon still. And thank you to Healthy Roots Hemp Products for sponsoring us here at Canacon. We're very grateful for them. That's exciting. So thank you to Healthy Roots Hemp for taking care of this being available to people to consume. Absolutely. And it's something that we also like is in the non-502 realm is the opportunity. It can go across the country. It can go across the world. So when we're in the 502 realm, it makes it very difficult to get products to people mm-hmm. because there's such a restriction to it versus this which is available to just be sent in the mail so like how, that's what's great so how many hours do you want us to talk do you want this to go for a while we are with Bovita and we're very excited to finally get a chance to speak with you because we have seen you guys at all the other events we've been at in the state of Washington here Kush 21s lemon hazes etc do us a favor tell us who you are what you do and why you do it I'm Scott I'm I'm with Bovida. I'm an account oh, manager. Oh, Bovida. I'm so sorry. You can say Bovida. You can say it can however I? you want. Okay. You can say Bovida. Bovida. It's a Spanish word for vault. <gasps> so we rebranded in 2012. We were originally called Humidipac. Okay. It was very generic. People were knocking knocking the name off. So we rebranded to Bovida. Now, you guys actually came up in the tobacco industry. Is that correct? Not correct? 22 20, years yeah. ago. What? Yeah. Originally founded to solve a problem in a small container that was going to house cigars to keep cigars fresh. They wanted a no-maintenance way, a no-hassle way, some sort of portable way to keep them at a very specific humidity level. So two food scientists, uh, packaging engineer type people from General Mills, which is based in Minnesota, food company, they set out to solve the problem. So they created a packet that they've experimented with different natural salts because the food industry relies on salt to regulate Uh, humidity in foods and also flavor and they discovered that certain natural salts resonate at a certain humidity level so they developed for a cigar they developed a humidity level in the 70s yep Uh, wasn't it 72 yep so in the tobacco side we have a 65 a 69 a 72 and a 75 so there's oh for humidity levels or what type of that are appropriate control. for scars. Okay. Yep. Yep. And it really comes down to. But I don't understand how General Mills got involved. I mean, a so food company chaps, for. The two chaps that worked at General Mills were Retired. just a, just about to retire. Oh, and they were friends with the owners of Bovida, the people that came together and said, "We can do this. We can come up with a way." to preserve cigars that doesn't involve mechanics and doesn't involve, you know, electricity and and is less of a hassle than the way people do it today. So the Bovida uh, packet was born as a Humidipac, mm-hmm. and it was the Humidipac brand up until what year? 2012. Okay. So its exposure in the cigar industry was revolutionary because mm-hmm. it had never been available before. So it quickly became the global standard for how to keep cigars fresh and was integrated into a lot of major cigar manufacturers packaging and then about five years later the guitar industry wanted to have a pack made for case for a traveling musician so that they could maintain a level of proper humidity so that the wood on a guitar wouldn't degrade and crack and 
get out of tune. Cause problems. Yeah, yeah. So a uh, <laughs> bunch of different guitar manufacturers got involved. Adario Strings got involved. They created their own pack with our product in it as the engine. That's had a life of its own. And then about uh, probably 13 years ago, yep. the cannabis industry came calling and said, we've been using your packs, buying them at cigar stores, and we've been, we need you to create a humidity level that's more suitable for cannabis. How much different is it from tobacco to cannabis as far as the humidity levels? How much research, how much time? Was it just a little tweaking or was it a big deal? Yeah, so for tobacco, we have a 65, a 69, a 72, and a 75. And that's for really wood humidors uh, leak moisture, so they're not airtight, the wood absorbs moisture. So on a cheaper humidor, you're gonna use our 72 or 75 to achieve the industry standard is 70. And then if you have something that's really airtight or really expensive humidor, our 69 is perfect for that, or travel humidors. Um, and then we have a 65, which is for Cuban cigars. So they just require something a little bit drier. So people were using our 69 and 72 for cannabis. Um, and it's fine for a short period of time, but if you leave it in there too long, you're going to introduce mold or, or encourage mold growth. So um, I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with ASTM, but they're international standards. So they set standards for a bunch of different industries. So they set the first cannabis standards uh, for the world. So these are more recommendations. So when a state um, or a country is going to implement regulations, they go to ASTM. It's the same thing if someone's going to go build a bridge, they'll go to ASTM and look for recommendations. Um, so they recommend and found that um, you need to store cannabis between 55 and 65 percent. Lower so, than tobacco. Yeah. Right. It's, it's okay. a lower humidity for okay. cannabis. Yeah, okay. so once you hit that 65 percent, that's when you start running the risk of mold. Um, and then Ooh. below 55, you're just really degrading the plant. You're losing the terpenes and all, the, medi the medicinal value and, and the flavor of, of uh, the cannabis. I also understand that you guys had a chance to create different size packs of Bovida. I love saying it that way, to be honest with you. I really do. Exciting. Right. But I understand that this industry helped push that uh, for you guys to actually come out with different size packaging and put it into smaller venues as opposed to the bigger burping bins and that. So yeah. you're crossing over into the use side as opposed to the producing. Correct. And so we had the 62%, which is through third-party labs and a bunch of testing. That was the best percentage for the widest variety of strains. Um, we've recently come out with the 58, which is a little bit lower. So personal preference. Um, and certain strains are better at 58. Um, and then, yeah, with the sizes, we, we had the bigger sizes for the curing and, and bulk long-term long storage, um, but then we saw the opportunity for, on a smaller scale, for consumers at home to store their smaller stash, and then also with people that are gonna be pre-packaging stuff or the packagers, so any uh, joints, we have small packs that will go in with joints or an eighth. I've um, got my first Bovida in a flower purchase. Right. About three or four weeks ago. It was the awesome. first time the pack was actually in there, so I kept the pack. How long is the pack good after you take it out of the flower? As long as it it's again? pliable. Oh, okay. So when you touch the pack, you'll notice it's soft and it's a little on the gooey side. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, all, all that's in the pack is a natural salt and water solution and a binding agent. So as long as it's pliable, it's working. Okay. And once it gets crispy, it's time to replace it. Okay. That's very it's, cool. It's, and you'll see it more and more. Because there, yeah. uh, the, the general feedback we're getting, especially from the Washington market, where you were one of the first markets to introduce prepackaged flour, 
Um, it's important because uh, back in the old days with deli style where you'd go in and try different things or smell different things or touch or taste or that whatever. That was our medical days. The, the, yeah. That's the old days. So now it's all prepackaged. So there's a tremendous risk of having the, the flour degrade in the packaging. By using boba in the packs, so you maintain the highest quality that you can all the way to the consumer. So you end up happy. The brand ends up happy because people come back to buy it again. Well, let me ask you something this. I'm not sure how this may come across as a question, but we're introducing a cost into that process. Has that been something that's mitigated, or is that something that really is a big enough impact it has to be passed along? We call it the Bovida dividend. Uh, it's natural for you or anybody else in the cannabis industry to look at it as a cost of goods sold, and it certainly is a cost. But if the cost is lower than the dividend, then you end up with a positive outcome. So the two ways that a cannabis producer loses value is if they lose weight. So when water is constantly evaporating out of that plant, since you killed it when you cut it down, mm -hmm. uh, let's be real, the, yeah. the plant is now dead. Yeah. All the goodness that's in the plant is rushing to the door to get out of the plant because it's degrading so quickly as it decomposes. Water evaporation is a crisis for the cannabis industry because an average uh, a cultivator will lose three to five percent of their water weight, Be and that's that's cash out of their pocket. And for the consumer, that's the goodness that's in the plant because the terpenes are are more likely to escape. You got all sorts of cannabinoids that are coming out. It's a tough situation, but. We used to open the bag and smell it and go, ooh, that's a gnarly, you know, awesome, dank, uh, whatever words you mm -hmm. guys use. Um, but that's the goodness coming out of the plant. Those terps never go back in. Mm -hmm. So by properly humidifying in storage, you're going to reduce the water evaporation. So that's a savings. That's part of the dividend. And then when you go to package, typically a cannabis packager will... And if you're going to do an eighth and it's 3.5 grams, they'll do a 3.55, 3.575, 3.6. We have some packagers that, depending on where they're located, if they're going to end up retailing in a more arid climate, they end up doing 3.61. Well, the value of our pack is minor compared to the value of that bud. So if you put a little 19-cent Bovida 1-gram pack in your package and you're able to reduce the overpacking, uh, it's like... It's, it's a dramatic difference, the savings. So we help people understand that. We come out to grows and we measure water activity because a lot of people don't know what the data points are along the way. Some more sophisticated growers are measuring everything now and they're, all, they're very scientific about it. That's wonderful. Used to be if you squeeze the bud and it bounces back, it's perfect. If it stays squished, it's too wet. And if it crumbles, it's too dry. That's not the kind of science that we're going to be able to replicate across quality standards, you know, and best practices. So, because more and more science is getting applied to the cannabis industry, and the more we learn, the better off we are. Because there's Absolutely. so much to discover about this awesome, awesome plan. Absolutely. And then the nice thing, too, is you guys actually get to do that. You get to put science to the test and bring in other industries that I wouldn't have thought would be part of the process about moisture and water retention. Yeah. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. So yes, it is a cost of goods sold, but there's also another side to the story. So we're happy to help people understand that side of the story and the reason why so many major brands have come to us to help them with their packaging and their storage is because it works out better for everybody in the end. Absolutely. Now you said that it's basically a salt, a water, and a suspension agent. Yeah. And that's about it? That's it. Yeah. Oh. So it's in a lot of probably food you ate today. So it's and not coming out of the pack. The only no, thing that sure, goes sure. in or out of the pack is a natural water vapor, mm -hmm. pure water vapor. 
Um, the, the, the different humidity levels that we have are all different natural salts or blends of natural salts. So um, That's what I was going to get to is basically your sourcing. You get to pull decent materials in to utilize your, to create your product with. So you're not striping the earth and utilizing poor over-processed items. I think it's really nice that you're able to figure out what nature's already got going on well. And, and it's the only way to have precision in this format. It's you have to have salt. You can't do it with any other material. Salt is super reactive. It's fast. It's got a wide spectrum of activity, so it responds quickly. We've got a membrane that's super responsive. So let's say you had a bunch of dried out bud in the drawer and you took it out and you were bummed out because you didn't take care of it properly, but it was one of your favorite strains and you want to know if you can revive it or not. So you take a bovida pack, you throw it in there overnight. Tomorrow you're going to open that bag and you're going to touch it, feel it, and it's going to have that sponginess back. It's going to have those tactile qualities that you're so excited about. You're never going to recapture the terps that jumped away and escaped, but you're going to get the, the smokeability back and you're going to end up with a much better uh, experience than if you were to just smoke that harsh dry butt. Are you guys doing anything to reach out into the consumer side and capture them as opposed to having it go through the product and end up being something in the consumer's hands? What is your interest in reaching direct to we have, consumer? We're, we're approaching the marketplace from all directions. Um, it's sort of like the answer to the question, how can I buy Bovida? You can buy mm -hmm. it direct from Bovida. You can buy it through distributors. You can buy it from hydro stores. You can buy it on Amazon. Um, we have a very active um, marketing department, social media department that is actively going to consumers and talking about the benefits of using Bovida. Um, consumers are walking into stores and asking for Bovida. We get a lot of calls every week from dispensaries that want to carry our product at the point of purchase so that people can have it when they go home with their new uh, acquisitions. Um, it's been uh, wonder I mean we're we've just scratched the surface if you asked us what percentage of the overall cannabis market have we been able to address the flower market um, it's a fraction of what it's going to be right. we may be in 15 or 20 percent of what's happening in the in the field the vast majority of people still don't know about two-way humidity control and what it's capable of doing for the quality of their experience with cannabis so we keep chasing that and it's been it's been amazing I mean, people have been great. You know how it is at these shows. Yeah. yeah, this community is a wonderful community, and we would talk about this all the time, but I think that most of the people that really make this community the thing we all love, they've come to it for something that's made them better in it, and it has enhanced their lives. And when something enhances your lives, it's a big part of what you want. You can't give it up, and you don't want to give it up. Mm. Right. That's one of my favorite parts about working, I think, in the industry is hearing all the stories from different people how cannabis has changed their life or changed someone's life um, that they know. So I thoroughly enjoy coming to these shows and hearing story after story. And to follow on a subject you brought up earlier before you started recording, the stories that we hear about veterans in particular that have found relief for, for their various maladies that they have from their post-traumatic stress to their uh, various psychological issues. They've found relief in cannabis that has taken them out of the pharmacological applications and back into something more natural that's safer, that's easier to manage and to implement. You hear stories that are heartwarming and it's exciting to be a part of this industry at a time where we're making such a potential shift away from a, the whole pharmaceutical nightmare. Mm -hmm. uh, I say no P-H-A-R-M 
but more F-A-R-M, you know? Yeah. You have good farming and you have bad farming. That's right. That's right. And we, I, I always like to do a small preface. There are those people who do need some of those pharmaceuticals, but I don't honestly believe the mass, vast majority do. There's I think that we can get away from with with the cannabis plant and, you know, cannabis pills, you know, the pill is very easy to to take and it is the pharmaceutical company that pushed cannabis out in the in the beginning. Yeah. But now we have cannabis pills. So and hopefully we'll get to push back. Fight back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you guys so much yeah, for we really joining us today. It. When I first started as a bud tender in the retail market, we sold boba packs just kind of over the counter to consumers and they were incredibly popular and I think it, it went away for a little bit just as like Washington has kind of regained its footing in what the cannabis industry looks like and what the cannabis market looks like, the consumer market. And what they can sell. Yeah, and what they can sell, frankly, because I imagine you were hit by that where there was kind of a sweep of like, can you even sell any know, third 420 party, cleaner yeah. or yeah, right. any kind of yeah. third party products like that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we've appreciated the support. Yeah. Tell us about your podcast. Oh, we have Just a, a podcast? little bit. Yeah. I heard. Oh, yeah. Well, no, Scott. I actually checked it out because I did my research before we came here. Did you here, really? And you were on our list. You were on did our short you, list. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, it was very fun. We have so much fun. Podcasts are awesome. How did this come about, Scott? So, one of our marketing. Uh, folks luke is really into podcasts and we were sitting down one day and we're like well boba should do a podcast podcasts are really big in the the cigar industry so we were talking about that and then obviously doing one in the cannabis industry and drew's great in front of people on he used to be on the radio i love um, being on the radio that's so fun yeah so it's i'm like addictive. well drew and i can do this together so our graphic designer took two photos of us well i think we were together actually oh yeah and cartoon like put them in a cartoon and we came up with the name cultivate so um i love that we just do we do a podcast the the caricature was really unfair because i look really old with ruts in my forehead and my face (laughs) scott looks young and fresh and he's got this powerful look to him and lots of testosterone and it's really it's really kind of depressing you're embodying the grandfather yeah uh, Yeah, the whole role right i was just saying i mean weren't you presented for that yeah Yeah. so i I, yeah so we started with um we interviewed melissa ralston who was one of the 30 under 30 for forbes magazine Um, oh young lady for uh Team MD in uh, Toronto, Canada. Oh, okay. And uh, she was fantastic. We had a yep. great conversation. Um, that got into the pod- podcast and got a lot of feedback and a lot of ideas from people. And our, our tagline on our podcast, Cultivate, is we bring you the people and the technology that are blazing a trail in the cannabis industry. And it's all about, um, you know, Bovida is not the the star of anybody's show. We're a sideshow. We help everyone be better, and be we we like to hold everybody up and enhance everybody's uh, experience. So we do that in the cannabis field by reaching out to people, finding out about their brands, understanding what they're motivated about, why they're excited, what they've learned lately, come up with trends and topics that are interesting to them. It's been tremendously interesting and fun. And Scott's a great guy to do it with. And, we just have a ball, just like you guys do. You obviously have fun. Yeah, yeah. we have a great time. I mean, we do have a great Ruth time. wouldn't have given you that massive contract if it wasn't the case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Right. And Bovita could also give us a massive contract, and oh, that would is be that great, where too. This is going? No, not at all. Oh, it's very goodness. two separate things. You'll have to go meet with the uh, sales department at Confidential Monkey Enterprises. Completely. Absolutely. Because Confidential? Because Monkey Enterprises. What a great name. Thank you. I Who appreciate that. that? Me too. Obvious that you're having fun, though. And it's important that people pursue their passions, have fun in this industry, love one another, learn how to cope with each other and yeah. accept each other and tolerate each other and move this thing along so that yeah. more people have access. Cannabis has the ability to bring, it, it does bring people together from all different walks. You know, we can all bond over you know, one, one thing like right. cannabis is pretty cool. Well, thanks, you guys. I hope we get to be on your podcast soon. Yeah, we'll shout we'll out about it. Yeah, it'd be so much fun. Yeah, and then we'll start incorporating food into it. So then we'll have to have meals and record our chewing sounds. And I'm and a chef, things. so yeah, it works out perfect. Fantastic. Oh, that'd be great. Cooking. And I love eating. I'm a big eater. So it'll be great. I'm a big cooker. Dina pays me. And I do dishes. Yeah. So often. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be one in every oh, crowd. Drew does dishes. Yeah. Oh, see, definitely. Definitely. Are you guys up for a trek to Minnesota? Thanks, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Follow Cannabis Beyond Dope on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And click the like button. Check out more podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. Contact us or check out all of our content at CannabisBeyondDope.com.